Hi, this is Dr. Sean Handorp, clinical psychologist and health behavior expert, and this is the Motivation Made Easy podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you science-backed information, strategies, and inspiration to master your relationship with food so that you can feel in control of your habits, respect your body, and free your mind to focus on the things in life that truly matter. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I've had years of experience doing research and patient care in the field of weight management and eating disorders. So I've had the insider view on understanding what works and what we're getting very, very wrong. In this podcast, you'll find practical information and tips based on motivation science, interviews from experts, and stories from real people and how they've navigated their relationship with food. My goal is to empower you with information, inspire you to make changes that fit you, and feel 100% supported along the way. So settle in and make yourself comfortable, and get excited to learn and take action for a better, healthier, more energized life. How can I stop emotional eating or binge eating and gain control over my habits? Can I truly learn to love my body? Am I addicted to food? How can I get and stay motivated to make changes to my habits? Is it possible to have a healthy relationship with food? And what does my weight or body size really, truly mean about my health? Hi, this is Dr. Sean Hondorp, and this is the Motivation Made Easy podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the show and why I created it and what to expect if you tune in. So some of the questions I just asked were some questions that we're going to tackle in this podcast. And really, I want you to get science-backed information to help you improve your relationship with food, gain control over your habits, and feel truly empowered to improve your health in the way that fits you. So I'll tell you a little story about the title of this show, Motivation Made Easy. I came up with it as one option, um, and I also had another option called the Body Respect Podcast. And uh, of course, as you do, you put it on social media and you get some votes because people love voting on stuff. So if you voted, thank you so much. And Motivation Made Easy was the clear winner, and I I was okay with that. Um, But I was a little concerned about coming across as just follow these one, two, three steps and you'll become motivated. What I don't want to do is further become one of those weight loss industry folks who tries to, you know, say, if you just do these steps, you will achieve weight loss and confidence and your life will be amazing. Of course, we know that's not true, right? But I didn't want to play into that even with my title, so I'm very mindful of these things. Of course, you're never going to be perfectly motivated, and probably if I was completely accurate, my title would be Motivation Made Easier, but that's just not as catchy, right? So if you're looking for do one, two, three steps and become motivated, this actually isn't the podcast for you. However, when you truly understand the science of motivation, you can set yourself up to feel more consistently motivated because you truly understand the factors that are going to help you support towards the habits or goals or whatever things you want to increase in your life. 
So one of the reasons that I really did decide that Motivation Made Easy as the title did fit is because I've learned that when we truly make habit changes from a place of internal or what we call autonomous motivation and we're living out our life's true purpose, change definitely does become easier. So I'll tell you a little story about me. So I'm a clinical psychologist and in my first real job after my training and my fellowship, I worked at a large health system and I've worked there until leaving for about six years or a little bit more. And I gave notice uh, about six months notice. So I've had about six months where I've been knowing I was going to leave my job, kind of planning um, some of these side, um, some of my business and getting prepped, right? So I'm working full time as a psychologist, work in two clinics. I also have two kids, um, one of whom really isn't the best sleeper. And the other one who sleeps quite a bit less now because she's getting older. So I'm building up the online things, learning a ton of new things like blogging, um, having an email list, learning a million things that I never knew. And it's a ton of work. And of course, within that, trying to somehow fit in having our house not look like a disaster, which I've never succeeded at. If you've ever been over at my house, you know. But um, also trying to, you know, exercise still, right? And do all these things that we'd like to do, cook for the family, all of that. So that said, all of this has been a ton of work, but I've truly felt more motivated and inspired. I get up every day pumped and excited. Um, Obviously, I have my days where I'm overwhelmed, but this is not how I felt for the past several years. And it was nothing against the job I was in. I just didn't have the ability to do what truly excited me and inspired me. And now I have that opportunity. So I say that because what we're, when we're giving ourselves true autonomy and choice to kind of follow our dreams and, and take out all the the shoulds and the external pressures, or at least reduce them, right? I mean, we're all going to have shoulds the should about and worry about money is always on my mind. So it's not like we can't take those away. But when we really understand internal autonomous motivation, which we'll talk about a lot in this podcast, life and motivation to keep going truly does become easier. And this is true of any habit we want to change, anything we want to understand. And it's certainly true about, you know, eating well and exercising, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about here and really figuring out how for you to develop that consistent motivation that feels easy to control and easy to maintain. We need to understand motivation science to do that. So a little bit about me. I do have pretty unique training and experience that I'm bringing to this podcast. I have a number of years of research training in the eating disorder and weight management field. And I've said really for years that in terms of weight management, we as a field are really bad at helping people lose weight and keep it off. And there's really clear reasons for this, which this podcast will delve into, many of them biological. Um, But we aren't good at it and we don't talk about it really enough. Um, Certainly it's not a secret, right? But yet this society as a whole, we have this weight loss industry that, I mean, 70 some billion dollar industry and it's completely ineffective. And it's not just because they're fad diets. 
weight loss for most people is ineffective. And we'll talk about why that is, but really understanding that isn't doom and gloom. It truly can be empowering. So we'll talk about that a lot in this podcast. There's also substantial evidence that weight matters much less, if at all, for our health than other factors like our habits and our stress level. Yet we still use outdated measures like the body mass index, which was truly never meant to be used to determine individual health. Yet we continue to use it in ways to categorize people, tell them they're unhealthy, and this is 100% making it harder for people to make the changes in their habits, but also 100% harming them in a number of other reasons. So again, we're going to talk about that too. There's three key psychological needs that we know from years of studying motivation science. One of them is called autonomy, and I mentioned that earlier. Autonomy is the freedom from excessive pressure to behave in a certain way. So to have autonomy and choice, we need to first respect ourselves enough and respect people by giving them accurate information about their health. So that's one of my goals here. It can take up to 17 years for research to meet practice, and this just isn't okay. So we need to support autonomy for ourselves and learn how to really adapt a feeling of autonomy when it comes to our relationship with food, which is usually going to take a decent amount of unlearning because of the way we approach weight loss and because of the diet industry and how incredibly harmful it is. So I want to talk to you about bridging two worlds and living in the middle. This is something that's really hard for us to do as humans because we like certainty. We like to be right and we like to understand right and wrong, right? But one of the things that I want to bring to you today or with this podcast is that I've been in the research world and the clinical world, and those are two opposite ends of the spectrum. And in many ways, I've been in other areas too, like the weight management field often has been very different than the eating disorder field. So these these two extremes, we're going to try to come to the middle and see what we can learn from both sides. The same thing, I've been in a prevention clinic or preventive cardiology clinic, and I've also worked in a bariatric surgery clinic. So in some ways, those worlds are pretty different too. So we're in this podcast, we're going to try to look at different opposing views at once and see what we can learn here. So Brene Brown has talked about this skill of leaders and how leadership involves often holding two opposing views at once and how uncomfortable that is. Again, it's not jumping to one side and saying the eating disorder world has it all right or the weight management world has it all right. We're going to look at both sides, bring them together, and see what we can learn. Along this line, one of the main things that I'll be trying to help you do is unifying what we know about eating habits and what our eating habits do and don't mean for our health, and then integrating that into what we want to do in a helpful way without being shaming or falling into that weight loss dieting culture that we know is incredibly harmful. So empowering people with accurate information about their health and what actually influences their health risk, but not being shaming. And it's a, it's a tough balance sometimes to make suggestions about changes people can make without jumping back to that diet mentality. But that's the goal we'll be aiming for here. 
So I mentioned already one of the key psychological needs that is crucial to long-term habit change, and that's autonomy, that freedom from excessive pressure and shoulds, which we'll talk about, but obviously the diet weight loss industry really undermines that, even in the most well-intentioned of programs. The other thing, the other two needs are competence, feeling of self-efficacy. This is the idea like I got this. I can do this. We undermine that in people all the time, too, because weight loss and diets are so ineffective. So, you know, depending on how you define success, often they define success as a 10% weight loss maintained for a year. Rates of success are maybe 2 to 20%, depending on how you study it. And most of the time, that's not enough for people to achieve what they consider a goal weight. And that's only a year so. Again, most people are going to regain weight over time. We're undermining their competence and sense of, I've got this, with the approach that we take, which obviously is not helpful. The other key psychological need that we need to meet for long-term habit change to sort of take root is called relatedness. Relatedness is basically the need to feel that one belongs or is connected with other people. This one is clearly very problematic for anyone trying to lose weight in a larger body certainly there's weight bias we know that it's well documented but even people at a wide variety of weights i mean we're just telling people all of the time whether directly or indirectly you're not enough you don't measure up you aren't healthy we're giving people these messages that they don't belong and That is one thing that having this podcast is a big motivator for me is to kind of counteract that effect. What happens is we're wounded in community. We can also be healed in community. As a one-on-one provider, I can tell people all day that we're not alone and that they aren't alone and they don't have to suffer in silence, but it can only do so much. I used to run a group in my last two jobs for stress eating, and that was pretty powerful. But the power really wasn't in the strategies I taught, although I think they were good. The power was in connecting with others and hearing that you're not alone. So that is part of what I'm trying to create here. I will share some of my own personal experiences, not that they are the end-all be-all, but they're one set of experiences. And really, one of the things that I want to create with this community is a focus on inclusion and equity. One of the things that we know is that Dieting harms everyone. It tends to harm women more than men significantly. And unfortunately, there's really more and more evidence now that we're harming people of minority groups even more so with the the dieting, weight loss, and weight bias that, um, again, affects everyone, affects all women, but then is going to affect women of color and other marginalized groups even more so. So we'll dive into that too. So some of the main topics we'll cover, weight management, psychological aspects of that, key psychological needs for long-term motivation, emotional eating, binge eating, food addiction, how to improve your relationship with food. I'll be talking some, especially to start us out, but down the road, I have some really great experts lined up and probably more important and more exciting is some real people willing to share their experiences and how they've navigated all of this, how this is mapped onto their lives, and how they've 
looked at their relationship with food and that journey for them. So that's a little bit about what to expect for the Motivation Made Easy podcast. I'm so, so excited you're here and I'm so excited to be doing this. I've actually been a podcast consumer for many years. Back when I was in grad school in Philadelphia, I would download the podcast to my little tiny iPod and half the time it would fail to download and I'd get it from iTunes onto my iPod and walk around the streets of Philadelphia to grad school and listen to my podcasts. And now I'm, it's first of all, way easier now. So I'm so glad podcasting has really taken off. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful and honored to be here with you. So please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you do want more information about me, you can find that at drshawnhondorp.com. Thank you for tuning in today. Your time is valuable and it means so much to me that you're here. Despite the title of this podcast, many of our topics are not always easy. Change is hard and let's face it, life and truly looking inward at ourselves can be uncomfortable. That's why I'm grateful. Grateful for you and your willingness to listen, learn, and keep an open mind. I invite you to learn more by going to drshawnhondorp.com or finding me on Instagram at psychology.of.wellness. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would be amazing if you could give it a review so more people can find it. Thanks, and I truly hope you have an energetic and inspired day.